Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. The one time you're going to say, thanks, butt sweat. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Hi, blast to left field. And it's a 1-0 Braves lead with Albies. Sending one way up there, a solo home run. His 16th home run, his seventh as a right-handed batter. High and deep to right center field. And gone off the facing of the second deck. Acuna's first hit of the day. That's a two-run home run. All right, Mackie and Judd with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North mobile app. And gentlemen, I think we need to start out with an honest conversation here about the Bomba Bus. Okay. All right. What about it? I think we need to uh, have an honest conversation with the mechanics that work on the Bomba Bus. I don't see how mechanics can work on the Bomba Bus because the brakes are cut and this bad boy ain't stopping. And that's what I want to talk about. Because <laughs> it just flew off the cliff. Is that what you're telling us? Oh. When the twins were 40 and 18. I told uh-huh. Rami we're getting it fixed. Weeks ago. Months ago now. I said, we, we got to take this in to get fixed. Well, the twins just lost. After the walk-off, they lost two Everybody blowout games. panic. All right. Here we go. The Indians are the hottest team oh, in no. the world. Here come the Indians. Four-game series. Great baseball. Ooh. Here comes Puig. Here comes They're the two. Their lineup is better than it was the mm-hmm. last time the Twins faced them. The uh-huh. Twins pitching staff is more beleaguered than it was the last time they Ooh, faced I each other. I like that word. Beleaguered. Beleaguered. B-E-L-E-A-G-U-E-R. They're going to need some, some intestinal fortitude now. Because they're beleaguered. How do you guys feel about the stability of the Bomba Bus going into this biggest series of the season for the Twins? Go it's ahead, fine. Go Everything ahead. is fine. Can everybody calm down? Everything is fine. It's tight. It's a tight race. This is what it's. This is how it's supposed to be. But everything is fine. Are you like the dog in a burning room emoji? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. Nothing wrong here. You are. You're. You're unbelievable. You're unbelievable. Declaring this what, fine right everything now. Everything is fine. They lost a couple games in a row to a very good baseball team in the Braves, and yeah. the Indians remain kind of hot. Big deal. Here's the thing. Big deal. The good thing is the the brakes might be cut, but the bus is stopped now because the parts have just, like, fallen out. The Martin Perez, that fell out, like, a month ago. We're like, that's no big deal. You just lost to Perez. What was he, like, and now carburetor? Pan- yeah, and I now, don't know anything about and now. Your Pineda's blowing up for now. Yeah, he was a spark plug. Okay, yeah. So now the damn thing is just smoking on the side of the road. And Jonathan used to work at a car place. Like, if you lose a spark plug, can you still drive a car? Mm, no, it won't. I don't it remember. won't run, right? You were, you were was, a manager at I was, a car only place. Ass- I was only the assistant manager. I don't remember. <laughs> he didn't need to concern himself with spark plugs. Yeah. He was just the assistant manager. Hold on. I'm you gonna... realize as soon as I, I finished that job, <laughs> all that knowledge went out of my memory. I wouldn't call it I used to know I wouldn't how call to change knowledge. oil, change the brakes. <laughs> gone. Changing oil, I can't do that. Yeah. It's it's not that difficult. Hold on. Can you can a car run This is very important without for, the, for the Twins spark, Indian series. We need to know. plugs. Okay, I just deep Google, analysis. I just Google that. Mhm. Let's see if I get an answer here, or I just get a bunch of things on spark plugs. Don't <laughs> um, no, 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 keep the engine running, but the solar, uh It looks like you'd be in trouble. Okay, all right. So I so, think so go, they need, so need Pineda. They need Pineda. So go with it, Phil. Okay, they need Pineda back then, because this is like if you look, there's 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 like seven weeks left in the regular season. 
And you could you could say I'll take the two game lead, but you could pretty much say that the Twins and the Indians are basically even up, especially with a four game series that could swing either way. And the Indians just added two twenty five plus home run bats uh, to their lineup. Uh, I think the Twins are definitely still the better team between the two when fully healthy. And that's where I get a little skittish with Byron Buxton. It's the Twins with Sam Dyson healthy. It's the Twins. Let me ask they you this: They don't have those guys right now. Okay, that's true too. But but the Twins' offense is, I think, still superior to Cleveland's. I think Cle- uh, Cleveland's offense has improved, mm-hmm. but it's not as good as the Twins. I agree with that. But here's my question: It's not even close. Okay, but here but here's the here's the problem. E- even without their pitching staff fully intact and Kluber still out. Does Cleveland have a better overall starting pitching staff than the Twins do right now? Because my answer is yes, they do. The Indians, when this is like if you if you compare tail of the tape Indians, even without Trevor Bauer, if they get Corey Kluber back and if if Carlos Carrasco comes back at some point, the Indians have for sure two or three starters that are better than any starter the Twins run out. And I and I still think Jose Barrios is very much a number one starter in this league. Uh, so the Indians could make the same case the Twins are making. Well, wait, wait till we get Byron Buxton back. Wait till we get. Right. I I think it might be a race to see who gets their key pieces back and how long do you get to use those key pieces over the next seven weeks, which might decide this division less than this weekend. Now, if one of these two teams, if the Twins sweep this weekend, the division's over. But if they split, I think it's a race to can Buxton get back, can Kluber get back, can Carrasco get back, etc. The Twins are winning this division. It. Do- <laughs> You can't say that for sure. Yes, I They're can. only up by two I've now. been saying this since early June. I predicted it before the season started, and the Twins are winning the. Div- why do we? Why do you do this to yourselves? Why do you ride this roller coaster? I don't. I don't understand. Like the Jose Barrios so, has one bad start, so we're, and everything is going to hell. It, it's it's fine. So we're not because because we've been let down so much previously. That to make the assumption that this team is going to win the American League Central after an 11.5 game lead is now down to two with a four game series against the second place team would be foolish on our part. I literally We've see seen the, this before. The fear in your before. eyes. I'm looking at four eyes here right now between Mackie and Judd, and I see fear. It's not fear, it's acceptance. <laughs> Fear went out the door how long ago? Like, fear went out the door when it comes to the Twins and Vikings. It's not fear, it's acceptance. Listen, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a reference points guy. I, I, I like, you know, all right, I need to drop uh, 15 pounds. Well, what did I do the last time I dropped 15 pounds? Okay, well, I, I'll lean on that, right? And so, like, when it comes to sports emotions, if you're a Patriots fan or you're a, you're a Boston sports fan. No, I get it. It's about reference points. I get it. Uh-oh. The Patriots are two and two after September. Oh my God! Wait, wait a second. <laughs> this happens all the time, and we still win championships. No time to panic. Minnesota sports references the last thirty years are very different. When the wheels start to come off over the last thirty years, the wheels come off. So, so that's that's where this is coming from. I'm speaking more on behalf of Judd here, but that's that's where that's coming that's from. Our, that, yeah. And I think what's I think what's tough is you sort of you have a bad draw here, and that the Indians just became white hot for no reason three or four weeks ago, and then they added pieces to. I know well, they it subtracted wasn't for Bauer, no reason. But, they got white hot because they were going against bad baseball teams. Sure, and the Twins, of course, started to get some bad baseball teams, did some damage against those bad baseball teams, and now we're going through another stretch where they have to face good teams. The schedule still favors the Twins down the stretch heavily, heavily, which is why I will sit here today and tell you, and I think that they're going to win. They're going to win the majority of the remaining 10 games against the Indians. I won't say anything. I'm not going to say, oh, they'll win 9 out of 10. I'm not going to go crazy like that. But they're going to win at least 6 of these 10 Mm -hmm. that they have left against the Indians. And then just do what you got to do or what you have been doing already against the weaker teams on your schedule. And you're going to you're going to walk into October with an AL Central Championship. Here's your problem. You're no, no, pin no. that thing on the outfield wall. Here's your problem. You're starting pitching. Forever. You're starting p- pitching uh, beyond Brios, who I still like a lot. Is scuffling, and the other problem is this: if you could tell me definitively that Buxton was going to come back, let's say in two weeks, okay, and then he's just back, he's not going to get hurt anymore. I, I would say that you're probably right, but you can't. He's hurt almost constantly now. And if Byron Buxton, if that piece is taken out, it changes this baseball team in a huge way to me. I've got a solution for Buxton. You know how when you when you played like junior high baseball and you'd be put on a side field and they just didn't have a fence. And a home run was literally like you just hit it over everyone's head and everything was it inside rolled the, the flagpole or something. Yeah. What if they just got rid of the walls at Target Field? 
And what if they just made them nets? <laughs> it was just a net that he would run into. Like top and it, golf. And it would gently like bounce no, here's him the back problem. out. He'd climb it and fall a long ways and break a leg. <laughs> he, three stories to his The poor guy would find a way to get her. Behind yes, the plate. Exactly. <laughs> He'd slingshot towards North Minneapolis. All right, so final poll, and Jonathan, too. We're just going to go around quick, and then I have another Twins question for you guys. All right. So but let's, let's go on the record before this Twins-Indian series. Will the Twins still win the division? Rami? Yes. It'll be close, but yes. Go ahead. I'm a yes. I would say yes. What is all the angst over? What is all the hand wringing? And, and then the they're going to get to the playoffs and, and just get annihilated. Oh, by jeez. Oh, <laughs> by who? Oh, you know what? It'll be weird. It'll, it'll be like <laughs> it'll be like Houston or something. It'll I think be, it'll Oakland, be it'll be the Rays. I think yeah. Oakland would be the weirdest team. I don't know why. For some reason, no. Oakland seems like the weirdest no, team. No, 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 it's definitely no, not. No. 2006. 2006. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now you need a new one. Is that what you're saying? You need a new weird the, team. The Rays. The Rays would be outstanding. The Rays might be the team. Yeah. Just, think about if somehow the Rays, if, if if the Rays became like the Rays knocked off. The Astros in the first round and in the like, division yeah. round, and you conquer the Yankees, and it's, yep. it's and it's like, oh yes, and the Rays got yep. through, and then the Rays beat you in five. <laughs> would, that would be would a very you, Minnesota sport. Would you be happen. shocked? I think the answer is no. no. It, actually, that kind of happened in the 2002 playoffs, and the A's were the A's and the Yankees were the teams in the American League, and the Oakland A's I think won like 103 games that year, and they had Zito and Mulder and Hudson, and you beat that team in five. And the Angels, the upstart Angels, yep. with no discernible... Tim Salmon was like their only noteworthy player on that team. And they knock off the Yankees, I think, in the 2002 playoffs. And so you got this Angels yeah. team, you thought, smooth sailing. Yep. Nope. Nope. And then Adam Kennedy comes I was going to say Kennedy then just completely... Yeah. That guy was just stuff. annoying. That guy was just annoying on the baseball yeah, he, field. He yeah. played for a long time. Yeah. Who was the other little annoying David dude? That they, yes, David Eckstein was the other annoying I liked guy that they had. He's, John Lackey was on that staff. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a. I didn't even like John Lackey when he played for my Cubs. Upstanding guy. John Lackey, man. John got, some, Lackey. got some Fort Myers stories about that guy <laughs> for another day. Here's my other twins question for you guys. All right. Because mm-hmm. we, we kind of dabbled in this yesterday, but too much show yesterday. Too much, uh, too much ESP and the Ocho list to go through yesterday. <laughs> Does does Jose Barrios giving up a career high nine earned runs against the Braves, a, a, a Braves team that's a pretty good litmus test for teams you're going to face in important games later on, right? Does him giving up a career high nine earned runs in that game make you think less of him as a number one starter or less of him going into important games? For no. me, for me, absolutely not. No, that drove me, and that that as he scuffled and struggled and didn't pitch well a couple nights ago at Target Field. On Twitter, that started to drive me crazy. So you, so your opinion does not change. My opinion of him now, if he has three consecutive starts like that, then it probably would. But he he came in to that start, Phil, having been pretty damn good, and in some of those cases, not necessarily having his best stuff as well. So no, my opinion of Jose Barrios was not going to be changed by by one game. And my thing is this, and I've said this all year long, I think that he is on his way to being a big league ace. I don't think he's there yet. Mm-hmm. He's the Twins ace, and I think he's a very good pitcher. And in a couple of years, in my opinion, he'll probably make that, what, top 10 or so, top 8? Because not every team necessarily has that guy. But to see one start against a good team and bail and be like, "Oh, this is what you got. This is no." I he he. I think he'll be fine. If you ask me, he was overdue for a start like this. Yeah, it didn't. I didn't realize this until yesterday on the Twins show when we were talking about Jose Barrios. But are you looking at a game log right now? Do you have a game log in front? I do of not. Me? Do you know when was the last time Jose Barrios gave up more than three earned runs in a start? May like, mid May. It was like thirteen it starts ago, May... right? Or fourteen. Let's see, May 18th. So you you said he was overdue for an outing like this? For a bad start. And you have the game really bad start, yeah. How many many other starts in August has he had so far this year? That was his first start in August. Okay. Yeah. Um, So I guess I I would say that he was exactly due for a start like that because here are his career ERAs by month, and the answer for me is yes, that start did give me a little bit of this, okay? Because it validated his career trend. Mm. So ERA by month in his career. 
3.6 in April and March, 4.03 in May, and then he gets really good in June when the weather gets to be like first summer weather, right? 2.85 ERA in the month of June. And then July, okay, it's 3.83, goes up a run from June to July in his career. This dude's career ERA in August is six. Ooh. 17 starts in August in his career, and he has an ERA of six. And then you get to September, October, and it's just below five. So Jose Barrios, after the trade deadline in his career so far, has been terrible. And that start against the Braves validated his trend to this point. So I would say he was exactly due to have a start like that because the calendar flipped to August, and that's been Jose Barrios in his career so far. And until he does something to change that, that's a weird trend. Normally you might see that's some fluctuations. abnormal. Like, why is he lights out in June and terrible in August? Wear and tear. There's, there's, say, it's, it not, it's not nothing. Out? It's not nothing. Is it conditioning? I mean, he, well, he's unbelievable. That's what I was going to say. He, he seems like he's in great off. shape. He's the machine. Wow. La Machina. Sound in the panic alarm. Just saying. I mean, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna give him some time here. Yeah, I'll wait for him to figure it out. I, I'm not I'm not worried about Jose Barrios at this point. Now, there's the rest of the staff. High alert. There's there's two things. High, just keep that playing. Two hours of that. <laughs> high alert, Rami. There's two things. Admit I don't, it, Rami. There's two things I don't worry about with the Twins, and that's offense and Jose Barrios. Everything mm-hmm. else, I'll listen. I'll listen to your gripes and your concerns. Those two things, no, they're going to score runs. And Jose Barrios, you know what you're going to get out of him. So you're saying even though this guy has a 6 ERA in August, you're not losing sleep over it. I wouldn't lose sleep over it anyways, Phil Mackey, because of MyPillow. And as a special thank you to you for helping make MyPillow successful, they are offering big discounts on several MyPillow products right now, including the MyPillow Body Pillow. Just got mine yesterday, and man, is that cozy. They also have the Giza Dream Sheets, pillowcases, mattresses, mattress toppers, and of course, the original MyPillow. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the Radio Listener Special tab in the top right corner, it'll take you to a page where you can save on seven of MyPillow's products, all using one promo code and that's north check out these specials at mypillow.com the body pillow i just told you about 8568 normally just 29.99 right now you can also get the uh, my pillow mattress topper 30% off and of course the my pillow 2 pack of premium my pillows for their all-time low price of 69.98 as i've been telling you about for a while now huge savings on 7 of my pillow's most popular products including the original premium my pillow and the my pillow body pillow just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener tab at the top right corner and check out all the great offers. Pick out what you want, enter the code NORTH at checkout, and take advantage of up to seven offers. Save now on your favorite MyPillow products. You can give them a call at 800-620-4439 or that website again, MyPillow.com, promo code NORTH. Join myself and Dan Terhar this Saturday for Scornar's coverage of Minnesota United and FC Dallas pregame at 6.30 with a kick at 7 right here on Scornorth on AM 1500, scorenorth.com, and the free Scornorth mobile app. All right, thank you, Jonathan Harrison, Mackie, and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Scornorth and the aforementioned Scornorth mobile app. And last night on ESPN, we didn't carry this game, but we're hoping to carry the final later on in August U.S. Open Cup and Minnesota United will be playing in the championship game because they beat Portland for the second time this week. They beat them 2-1 last night. In fact, Adrian Heath, uh, the last time you guys lost a game, how old were you? <laughs> hey, you're not taking it a bit too far, fellas. It was, uh, but it seems a while ago, I must admit. It's been a, it's been a great little run for us. Um, the players have responded magnificently to this really important stretch of games. And, you know, we've had a lot of games in a short period of time, so... I take my hat off to the players, uh, that application and determination and enthusiasm to want to keep this run going has been uh, been absolutely fantastic. So it's 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 if if there's a lot of fans out there who've been watching American uh, centric sports and they're wondering what are these like mid season tournaments that soccer has all over the world and here in the United States? How do you so you've got the U.S. Open Cup and and you're preparing now for a championship game, but you also have an MLS playoff hunt. How do you prioritize and juggle the two different things that you have going on here? Well, I think the most important thing for us is, and you know, this is sort of hats off to our uh, the physios and the athletic trainers that we have got a complete clean bill of health at this moment in time. So we've got everybody fit and healthy. 
that gives me a little bit of a, you know, you know, I have alternatives, I have options, I can rotate a little bit. And uh, we've tried to kind we don't try and play guys on a Saturday, then on a Wednesday in certain positions. We like to try and keep the guys fresh. So, you know, last night we made four changes from the previous game and on this weekend we'll probably make a lot more, I would think. So, you know, we're back at home again next Wednesday in a really important league fixture against Colorado. Then we've got Orlando at home on the Saturday. You know, it's, you know, four games in 11 days. So it's been, it's been a bit hectic for us. So, well, the most important thing is is not working too hard in between. You know, we do a lot of video work. We try and keep the leg nice and fresh and the mind fresh. And so far, it's been working well. Is that is that sort of a new philosophy? Because I know in other sports that that philosophy of managing the workload and keeping guys' legs fresh, it's something that Rocco Baldelli brought to the Twins with him, and it seems like that's something that's spreading across sports. Has that long been a philosophy in soccer, or is that something that started somewhat recently? Well, a little bit. But we, if it's Saturday to Saturday, fellas, you know, normally by by the time you get to Tuesday, the guys are coming back round, but... When you, we had a spell recently, we had seven games with travel in 21 days. Oof. You know, it's impossible for the same wow. group of players to play 90 minutes. You know, these guys are doing 11, 12, 13K a game. You know, so it's impossible to keep the same guys going. And plus the fact, if you don't, if you don't rotate them, you don't leave them a few days to, to sort of get the legs back underneath them, you know, the chances are they're going to start getting injured, pulling muscles. So, We've done a good job of it so far. And, you know, if it's Saturday to Saturday, it's not too bad. But when we're at this type of stretch where we've got a game every three or four days, then, you know, it's essential that we try and uh, rotate. So in in your your mind, is there one key thing that's more important? Is the, you know, when when you get this far in the competition uh, for for the Cup, does this this take priority at, at all? Or does the season that you're playing always maintain the most important? It will be for me. You know, the, the, the prize at the end will be the same. You know, we're one game away from playing in the Champions League next year, which is where you're playing in another cup concert, com, competition against Central and South American teams. So, the, you know, it's a big prize at the end of that. But, you know, I, I know it's a coach's cliche, but it, it, it really is about every game, one game at a time. Let's, let's try and prepare properly for the next game. Then we'll down after, regroup, and then go, right, what are we going to do here? to give ourselves the best chance of winning the next game. And, you know, that's the way we've approached it. Adrian, what's it like, what's it been like this season, seeing that three-year plan come to fruition despite much of the criticism that you guys have had through the first two seasons in MLS? Well, it's, at the end of the day, I understand it because people just want to see their team win. But what people don't see is, you know, the inside of what we're trying to do. And, you know, we, we didn't come in, like some teams that come in have just moved into a, an American football stadium and then spent $60 million on a team. We've had to do everything incrementally as we've gone along. You know, we had to buy the franchise. Then we had to spend money, millions, on the training ground. Then we spent nearly $300 million on a stadium. And now we've started to turn our attention to, the, you know, what I think is the most important thing, which because it is for me, is the team. You know, and now we're starting to bring in the quality players that are enabling us to compete. You know, in the beginning, I get it, but, you know, was it, you know, can you compare one team that doesn't have a DP for a team that has three DPs and spends 10 million on each player? It's not quite the same. But I get it. You know, supporters only want to see their team win. Unfortunately, the, the powers that be upstairs, uh, the ownership group, you know, stuck to the plan. And now it's starting to pay a little bit of dividends. But we've still got a long way to go, John. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really pleased with where we are, but we can't stand still because every transfer window, everybody else is getting stronger, spending more money, and we have to make sure that we keep doing well, keep bringing in pieces that we know are going to help us, you know, good characters, the right type of players, and if we do that, we'll be able to compete, and we've proved that this year. Adrian Heath is with us here, leader of Minnesota United FC, Mackie and Judd with Rami. By the way, the next, and I, I call them games, you call them fixtures, whatever your phrase is, you can find the pregame show coming up this Saturday as uh, Minnesota United heads to face FC Dallas. 6.30, 7 o'clock kick, that's uh, this upcoming Saturday. Hey, real quick here, because we want to be respectful, we were told by a little birdie that uh, you've got three and a half minutes left because you like Pardon the Interruption. Is that one of your favorite shows to watch every day? Do we hear that right? 
I, 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 even, I even get my wife to tape it for me. So it's one of them programs I like. It just gives me a little update of what's going on in the day in case I've missed it. But I do quite like the banter between Kornheiser and Wilbon. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a show that I do like to watch, I must admit. That's amazing because we've always given Judd a hard time. Like when Judd and I used to do the morning version of this show from 9 o'clock until 1 o'clock, he would have to speed home every day so he could binge watch all of the ESPN. I love those shows, shows. Adrian. Yeah, they're great. (laughs) All the debate shows on? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not... I can, I can probably do without Skip Bailey, I have to say, but the rest of them are pretty enjoyable. Amen. You and the rest of the sports <laughs> I'm world, with coach. you. Yeah. Are you a Kornheiser guy or a Wilbon guy? Who do you find yourself agreeing with more often? I, I actually, I like Mike Wilbon, but I love it when the two argue, when Wilbon starts shouting at him because he goes back <laughs> And misses all the West Coast stuff because it's on too late. It's, uh, I think it's quite a numerous but. I do like him. I like him because they've got strong opinions, and I'm, you know, I like people who have opinions about sport because I think that's what makes it such a great entertainment for everybody. Yeah. Hey, what? Uh, give Give us a wine recommendation. What's your What's your current victory wine? Oh, we've got plenty in there at the minute. We've got the uh, We've got the Faustino, the Rioja for the red wine guys. We've got uh, Macon Village for the for the uh, for the white wine guys. So. I'm a bit of a wine buff these days. I've had enough of the old beer. A nice bout of gout put me put me to pay with the beer. Wait, wait, wait you got gout from beer? What, what happened? Yeah. When? Oh, When'd few, you get gout? A few. I had a gout a few years ago. You know, thinking too much of that English beer, and oh. then all of a sudden I got the gout, and they told me to go on wine. And to be fair, it's been a lot better to me. Judd, you taking notes? No, no. I, I now I'm say, concerned about myself, job, Adrian. Judd. I just had like eight last night. Oh my goodness, I got <laughs> like, trouble. It's like, why are my feet like clubs right now? I've been on a surly <laughs> thing, you know? I hope you like wine, hey, Judd. You, by the way, you better get ready for this, because when it comes, trust me, you'll stay straight off the beer. I have never had pain like it when I had the gout. Oh, man. And I've had some serious injuries in my life, but oh my God. Hey, if you have that pain when you have gout, you won't be drinking any beer. Trust me. I'm not aging well already, see, and now you tell me Adrian, that. you should see the fear in Judd's eyes right now. It is palpable. <laughs> it is palpable that you're telling him he may have to give up beer at some point I'm in fear of the out gout. Cold, coming out in cold sweat, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm distressed now. You're telling me I can't go to Brits and drink beer? Man, that's going to be really, really tough for me, Adrian. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want more gout breakdowns, you can find the Adrian Heath Show right here on Score North yeah. at 7 o'clock every single Monday with Jamie Watson, uh, Jonathan Harrison is part of our Score North United soccer feed as well. In fact, Score North United, if you're looking for the Adrian Heath show and you're looking for the Crafty Rogues every single week, it's in the same podcast feed anywhere you guys find your favorite podcast. So, all right, well, you got uh, you got five seconds to go turn on. Pardon the interruption. We'll catch up with you next time, Adrian. <laughs> hey, thanks, brother. Thanks for your support, and speak to you soon. Thanks, I'll see you right now. That's uh, Adrian Heath, the head coach. Head coach in American terms. Of Minnesota United. What FC. do they call him in Gaffer. American? He's term. a gaffer. He's a gaffer. He's a what? Gaffer. A gaffer? That's what know. you call a coach in soccer? That's the yeah, team the term. term for it, yeah. yeah. It's either that or a manager. All right. Yeah. yeah I pulled up. Like, when do we think that, like, we needed to call baseball managers managers instead of coaches? Instead of coaches? Yeah. But in college, they're coach. Are they? Yeah. And if you play on the you team, call coach. you call them coach. I never called a manager like every every baseball coach I ever had. I called, but the coach. in the big leagues you do. You call him no. I call manager. him Skip. You call him Skipper. Or okay, coach. but you don't call no. You don't call him coach. You don't call him coach. No. If you said Coach Baldelli, there's a fighting chance that he would take umbrage. Then yeah, I'm with Judd on this. Yeah, you, you don't can't call, call like, him coach. Guardy, you didn't call him coach. He'd get mad. Why? I don't know. It's just how it. I guess you could call been. him Gaffer. Gaffer Guardy. Is it like a rank thing? Like, I'm not a coach yes. anymore. I'm a manager. <laughs> See these stripes? No. no, you're no. That's exactly right. So it's an ego thing. That was the worst guest we've ever had on the show. At- <laughs> <laughs> Why? You're so disappointed. I don't want to hear. Well, and then he's like, when you won't be drinking the beer anymore? I'm, I'm looking up uh, the gout right now. Gout, you know what that would do? You're so terrified now, aren't you? If I quit drinking beer because I don't like wine... The the look at what liquor store down the street. Ah, don't show that, Rami. Let me see. That's a that's a foot with uh, gout. That's bad, but like not, a, so not like as a bad bulging. as not as bad okay. as Antonio Easy. Brown. <laughs> oh, though, that's just gross. What from cryogen? Uh, yeah, cryogenics. Got, the chamber. Yeah, and, yeah, he got it. 
bad. The frostbite's bad. You know what? The, that's gross, but that's not as bad as my new jam. When it comes to sipping on a little something, mm-hmm. I haven't. I, I rarely drink beer. Like I drank a beer at Modest the other night. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Just accept it. Get fat. Who cares? I'm a claw man now. No. Oh, you're not. No. What's wrong? Don't no. good claw. I'm, I'm a, drinks I'm the a, claw. I'm a claw man. You're not. I'm what is wrong? Claw life. Claw life. I'm a claw. Oh, I'm a claw. <laughs> okay, I'm off the I'm show. I'm a claw man I'm too. D- what's wrong claw, with a good? What is wrong with you people? Look, I like beer. I drink beer. But what's wrong with a good white claw? No. Why? The, the ruby grapefruit. Oh. Unbeatable. Greg, you, so I'm a cherry guy. Down. I'm a cherry guy. Okay. Between the these two cherry? jokers and Cunningham and his little uh, drink of choice, I was, at, I was at a comedy show last Tuesday Claw for life. the Milwaukee comedy oh, for the Milwaukee going. comedy fest. Yeah, the thanks. bar sold out of White Claw. Yeah, of so we're not did. alone. We're not alone no, in this. No, you're not. Exactly. Honestly, so, like some of the saddest moments of my last six months or so have been when I get home and there's an empty box of White Claw in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> well, who leaves an empty box? My gal. That's thoughtless, yeah, man. Seriously. It's but, causing relationship strife. <laughs> she drinks wine. I drink beer. We never have a problem. Have you ever had a White Claw? Uh, I have not, but they, they are in it's my Judd. house. It's Judd. Almost all the time. It'll change your life. Yeah, you know what? I'm just fine, no. okay? Judd, I've been on my a life Surly is much kick. better from not you. having ever had one. Thank you very I'm much. I'm telling you, quite refreshing. Believe me, we, we are supporting We are uh, supporting White Claw just fine in the Zolgad household, Okay. <laughs> There was a fridge full of it last night. I mean, do you night. think it's not it's not masculine to drink a white claw? I just, What's I, wrong I, with I a just white drink claw? my beer. It's, beer's been good to me, and according to Heath, eventually I'm I just feel like there, there's like if I, like if I was to put it on Twitter right now, which yep. I probably will. I feel like there is a stigma around white claw, as though well, put a pull out You there. may not be as much of a man if you there. drink the claw. Dude, I just got a text. Yeah. I just got a text here. From somebody, I'm just going to say from a craft beer source, okay? A craft beer source. Not Glenn Perkins. I was going to say, hey, Perk. (laughs) (laughs) Who said, I just read that White Claw is outselling every craft beer combined. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm not surprised. It's not surprising. It's a movement. Get on the the Claw bus. The Claw, what's the the alliteration there? Uh, Get on the the Claw cab? The Claw chariot. Um. No. <laughs> the white claw wagon? I don't know. I'll come up with something. Okay. Let me th- Claw life, you guys. Claw life. Seriously, and like I'm I'm gonna put out a poll. I, I think Are you I might about have that your, claw life? Yeah. Okay. Your your focus of, or your relief here in not getting gout. Adrian Heath's a much more athletic man than you, no offense. Oh no, so I think, you play professionally, absolutely. I think you are safe from getting the gout from because you don't do athletic stuff like he does all the time. Or oh. he did all the time. So and that impacts you, it, you think? I wouldn't. I would assume so. Okay, he's okay. on his feet playing. Thank f- you very much. Soccer, so, I'd assume you have a little bit of a relief in that sense. But it was just distressing to to hear him talk about like it's inevitable that I'm going to get the gout at some point. <laughs> claw life, man. No, claw life. I'm not doing the claw. If you do that, you're disowned. No, I'm not. And we buy plenty of the claw. What I'm going to do is okay. Let me ask you one more question here, okay? And then I'll stop pushing for now. Do you for guys? Now. Do you guys drink? Do you ever drink like Lacroix or like no carbonated water? Sure, once in a while. Okay. Not too often. If I were to replace your LaCroix, like what's your favorite flavor LaCroix? Lime or something? Yeah, whatever. A little lime LaCroix? Yeah, sure. I'm going to, someday I'm going to, you bring a LaCroix to work, and when you least expect it, I'll swap in a little <laughs> you can lime just, white you claw. Can, at work? Wait, so you can slip go, into oh, I'll, I'll drink the claw here. <laughs> oh, I'll drink whatever you, you give me I'll here. i at work, why not? Yeah, exactly. Listen, well, I'm in now. For this social experiment, He's the boss. you're not in trouble. Okay. <laughs> Let's get a tap of the claw. Let's tap the claw keg. Right, Rami's putting up an official can you, poll. Can here. you guys help me with the poll? Now I have a, a question for Mackie and Judd with Rami at Score North. Are you about that claw life? And I tagged White Claw in the tweet. Oh. And right now, my first option is, yeah, all about that life. What should be the uh, the no option? Just no. Um, no. Uh, I think there should be like a beer. Like, nope. Like beer. O- beer yeah, I'm, st- o- I'm beer, sticking to beer. Beer only. And then I think there should also be the cliched turn in your man card. <laughs> yeah, I think, okay, I think right. those are three good options. Okay, yeah. I'll add a third option. I'm sticking with my favorites. All right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. okay. All right. Anyway, I've turned in my man card 150 times. I was going to say life, you've so. got you've got no pride, so it doesn't. <laughs> You're the one who gives us bachelor updates. Yeah. So yeah, bachelor. By the way, bachelor in paradise did you guys, was wild. This did you guys week. talk about the bachelorette finale? Because I understand while I was gone, there was quite a bit of drama. We did not actually in bachelorette. What land. happened? Yeah. Well, at some point during the show, when you least expected, I'll give you the bachelorette update. Okay. I promise. 
Stay okay. tuned. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. By the way, okay, two two questions for the audience right now. Are you about that claw life? Six five one six four six eight two five five. And should Judd be about that Judd claw just life? Quit. Not, Judd just I, quit. He's out. I don't blame He's done. Him. I'm not doing the claw. And and what is your level of twins nervousness right now going into this huge How four much game claw series? Are you prepared to drink over the next four days? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Mackie and Judd with Rami from the TCL studios, where TCL is all over these walls. We got we're all about that TCL life in here. All about those streaming channels. 5,000-plus streaming channels, 500,000-plus movies and TV show episodes. We've got the aforementioned uh, ESPN block of programming on one of them. We've got our TCL Studio logo on the other one. And uh, we, we couldn't be more thrilled to have TCL on board with us. TCL also has a brand-new soundbar. It's called the Alto Soundbar, and it connects to any TV. TCL would be the best option, obviously. Your smartphone and other Bluetooth-connected devices, so it gives you a full entertainment experience, audio and visual. Look at all these people calling about claw life right now. <laughs> it's amazing. You're not converting me. Right. It's a lifestyle. Come Josh on. Josh tweets in, ain't no laws when you're drinking the claw. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Look at poor, jo- poor Jonathan now is having to answer all these phone calls. TCL. TCL is America's fastest-growing TV brand. Mackie and Judd with Rami on Scornor. Four forty-two here at Score North. Time for the Score North download. Place you can connect with us is on Minnesota Sports Rewind. It's where Score North goes back in time and dives deep into some of the most prominent moments in Minnesota sports history, including Twins and Tigers game one sixty-three, Twins and A's from the two thousand two ALDS, Kevin Love's thirty and thirty game, and Kevin Garnett's dominating game seven against Sacramento. Again, that's called Minnesota Sports Rewind on scorenorth.com, Apple, Spotify, and anywhere you find podcasts. Another place you can connect with us is tomorrow night, immediately after Viking Saints preseason game number one, where we're bringing Vikings vet line to the preseason for the very first time. You can join Manny Hill and Judd Zolgad, who will be laying off the white claw in the preseason game because you know he's not about that. Won't be doing claw any life. white claw tomorrow. Good tomorrow. for you, Judd. Forever. You can join Manny Hill and Judd Zolgad for Vikings vent line tomorrow, right after that game, right here on Score North, the Score North mobile app. Anywhere you find us. You know what I just realized? What's that, Ronnie? As we sit here. At least Phil and I glorifying White Claw. Yes. Coming up at 6 o'clock, we have to exit and cross paths, do we not, with the beer show? Yeah. And only one of us will do we be have able to, to look them to, in the Phil eye. Do Phil and I have to bow our heads? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> only only <laughs> one of us. On our way out the studio to the beer guy Can look them square in the eye, <laughs> tap his chest and yeah. say, Wait, I'm with you guys. You're telling me, you're telling me in a moment of weakness, the Chris Reavers... And Mike Fradloni, longtime host of the beer show, that they've never experienced a little claw life <laughs> activity. Reavers probably would just because he's Chris. <laughs> Frad, I've got, Frad, I've got way more faith that in than that. That did not sound complimentary. Oh, it wasn't. The sound of your voice there spoke volumes. What do, what do you got against Reavers? Uh, nothing against him. I'm just saying I know him. By the way, the, uh, the, the, the poll results here. Let me vote real quick. Yeah, I'm all about that claw life. All right. Rami Rami posted to his Twitter. Oh, it's a very tight race. I voted very a, quickly. A question from our show. First Are you about that white claw life? And uh, 36% of people said, no, I'm sticking to beer. 33% said, turn in your man card. But one-third of us, 31%, just under one-third, and counting, by the way, are all about that claw life. Judd. Yes, That's sir. Very close. Phil Mackey being about that claw life is probably the least surprising <laughs> I, thing on this show. <laughs> Ever. Yes. Rami being a part about it, though, is slightly surprising to me. I no? don't see why. I'm a very open-minded, progressive I didn't say thinker. But Rami it is, just seems surprising to me. I'm not surprised, though. Really? <laughs> He's positive about most things. So like you're I, saying positivity is what I draw a line. Claw life, I draw a line. And listen, the claw's fine. The wife drinks it. She might even drink a lot. Don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm just not about the claw life wow. myself. But wow. to each his own. To wow. each his own. We had Rami out in coworkers. But Mackie. About I mean, Mackie. Yesterday. Now you're out in your wife for drinking wine? Michael McDonald. Yeah, like, not cons- Consider it well, the Mackie file. Okay, Yacht y- oh, Rock. Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. Nothing, rock. Wrong, nothing wrong with Yacht Rock. White shirts. Yeah, white I mean, shirts. White shirts. What? <laughs> with collars. Oh, yeah. You're a yacht rock guy. I thought I mean, you were going to go white pants, which I do have some of those. Exactly. As well, thanks, Again, not thanks surprising. For me off the hook. But my point is, this all goes down the claw life path. 
<laughs> like, couldn't you see Mackie, Lake Minnetonka, Saturday afternoon, see, Michael McDonald playing on a boat, collar, so white pants. such a long way to go. Collar flowing. <laughs> hey, pass me another claw. Pass the so claw. You're saying, you're saying white shirts and Michael McDonald are gateway drugs to White Claw. <laughs> yes. That's what you're saying. Okay. Google right. the 70s and you'll probably find a picture of Mackie or someone who looks like him. All right. 651-646-8255. We have two questions right now. Are you about that claw life? And what's your level of nervousness about the twins going into this four-game series? How many... How many if you're What's too your nervous, alcohol of choice? If you're too nervous, you can always calm down with a cool, refreshing White Claw. That's right. Uh, available in multiple different ways. Until you pass out on a MyPillow. Yeah, I prefer the black cherry. All right, Aaron. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it guys? going, guys? Good, good. good. Love your guys' show, first of all. I've been following you guys for a few years. Thank and you, The around me is top-notch. So. Oh, thank you. Thanks thank a lot. Yeah, we, we disagree, but... <laughs> <laughs> what, what I found out, back to what you guys are saying, is you just got to own it. I, I'm out in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota, and I've been drinking claw for uh, about a year. And I'm getting called every name in the book. You just gotta own it i think we need like for everyone who calls in now aaron has started a trend you gotta call in and tell us when when you started drinking claw sounds like he's in a support group yes he does hey my name is aaron i'm from northern minnesota hi aaron i'm a long time claw drinker how long have you lived the claw life aaron hey aaron what's what's your favorite flavor what's your preferred flavor i i I gotta go with the lime and then a a second with the grapefruit yeah you know i've never tried the lime i've tried the grapefruit not a big grapefruit guy for me it's it's uh black cherry and mango those are my two flavors no it's it's all about the lime but they don't sell it at the twins game so oh just wait just wait work on that they should definitely just wait they'll get the claw it's a great idea all right it's a great idea thank you man john John is so so perplexed i'm trying to figure this out it's made so on the old show (laughs) wow phil this might have predated you uh but at some point in time you think dubay was about that claw i had i don't talk about that i (laughs) i admitted that i drank i and i had a brief phase of bud light lime and I got so much grief for that. I got so much grief, and now we're talking about the 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 lime claw. I mean, what's the difference? I don't. I don't know. I don't think you should have gotten grief. For I your... got so much crap for that. I don't know. Did I give you? I think, I think it, it predated. I think it, pre- I think it predated. You. I wouldn't have given you crap I, for Bud Light Lime. But Reavers like just piled on instantly. I'm like, it's not that bad. It's a refreshing summer beer. Now it was a brief phase. Okay. Listen, man. I've gotten through it. <laughs> he says it like it's something he's ashamed of. I've moved on. I'm confused by Aaron. I mean, he said he's out in the middle of nowhere, so he drinks it. I also live out in the middle of nowhere. I don't drink it. What is having? Can you not find no, it? I think, I no, think I he was. I think it. he was saying he's in. He's in. You know, beer drinking country. Oh, okay. That, it, that there aren't sense. many people oh, drinking white claw out oh, there. Oh, I know plenty so of takes, people. He takes a lot of crap for yeah. it. You know, Jonathan and Judd. I don't know if I'm happy with uh, your level of intolerance for <laughs> white claw drinkers. <laughs> I know plenty of people out in the middle of nowhere that drink white claw. Are you saying so? Are you saying some of your best friends are white claw drinkers? Yeah. <laughs> so you can't be discriminatory? Is that what you're saying? Jonathan's like, I'm friends with a white claw drinker. Jonathan's like, my wife's a white claw drinker. Yeah, she is. I have nothing against those people. Oh, no. Oh, no. Just hung Who was that? All right. That was a call back there, Mike. Uh, David, you're on with Mackie and Judd and Rami. Hi. So I just I just sent an email, and uh, I know Judd is worried now about his gout. Yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> Off the ledge. Uh, so I, I have had experience with it. Okay. I would go down to Savannah. I used to play rugby, and we'd go down to Savannah every St. Patrick's Day for a big uh, boys rugby tournament. Yep. Oh, uh, we, we, we lost David there. there. Mm. Let's, we'll put him on hold here okay. and see if you can get him. But there's hope there. here. Again, an athlete. Jonathan might be right. I can't play sports. I'm bad at sports. So that could... It sounds like if you connect the dots from what Heath said, what the caller just said, and what Jonathan just said, that there's a fighting chance that I can avoid gout because I don't play sports. I feel like the more athletic you are, the less likely you are to get. That's not what Jonathan a weird said. Condition and then he, like he that. just said. It. I'm also not a doctor, nor have I stayed at a Holiday Inn. Hold on. So Jonathan is That's saying okay. that the less the less active and in yes. shape you are, the no, I'm not saying. I'm just. 
kind of linking some things. Jonathan here. is telling me what I want to hear, so let's yeah. listen to him. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's a lot of people on Twitter telling us that White Claw is basically what Zima was 20 is, years I mean, ago. Fi- okay, fine. Oh, boy, it is. Okay, then I'm I, never drinking I that. I was not old enough to drink Zima. Neither was I, but I did. I had a, <laughs> I had a one-night stand with that product, and let me tell you, it didn't end well. Well, there's my drop for today. Thank you, Judd. Oh, it was awful. I let's just say there was a lot of cleanup the next day. Oh, oh. no! Oh no! I went to uh, I went to a bar that had free peanuts and <laughs> ate a ton of free peanuts and drank a ton of Zima. And let's say the combination of those two was a mistake. Is Zima was it beer or was it, it seltzer? Was, it was. It was white, like a, it's like a hard cl- seltzer. It was a clear beer. It, it was. I believe it was marketed as clear beer. So it didn't look like beer, but it was beer. Okay, because like I had a, I had a surly rosé the other night, last night. I think Don had that, and a it was weeks ago. much more beer than rosé. I tried okay. that at the uh, Target Field uh, food tour, the surly rosé, and I thought it was delicious. Goes back real easy. Yeah, I wasn't like I, I like everything surly pumps out, but I, that was probably my last surly rosé. I don't like sweet beers. If I'm going to go surly rosé, I'm probably going to just stick with Claw Life. David, you're back. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. David, you're, Sorry, David, you're trying to calm Judd's... Uh, Adrian yep. Heath called in earlier and basically said, yeah, Judd, you need to stop drinking beer. You're going to get gout like me. So, Yeah, well, I did. I was saying that uh, I would go down to Savannah every St. Patrick's Day for a rugby tournament and drink a whole lot of beer and eat a lot of seafood, mm-hmm. and that's what caused my gout. Seafood and oh, beer. Oh, well, then I'll just uh, stay away from seafood. Stay that's fine. That'll do it. That'll yeah. fix it. Okay, that's fine. The, co- the combination was, wasn't good. Okay. All right. Thank you. I don't need food. Crab legs and Pilsner. I mean, that sounds good. Give you gout. Yeah, I think it's salt. I think it's salt and alcohol that that causes gout. You know what? I'm going to actually Mm. Google what causes gout so that I can get through my fears right now. I'm trying to find out what exactly Zima is as we speak. There's there's a Wikipedia page, I believe, I found on it. (laughs) The tweet's coming in. Uh, Hold on a second. Brad tweets in. What causes gout? The Beastie Boys didn't fight for our right to party for y'all to be out here drinking white claw. Amen. Uh, Yep. Way to go, Brad. I'm in the Brad fan club. Jonathan and I, we see this very clearly. Do I have to feel full and bloated to party like the Beastie Boys? Is that what you're saying? It has to be beer or hard liquor? I can't enjoy a nice, light, crisp, refreshing White Claw? Seafood. Seafood. Meat, poultry, and seafood. Okay. Well, that's simple. That's No, but that's simple then. I can cut foods out. I don't need foods. (laughs) I don't need food. What? Give me my beer. I don't need to yeah. eat. Who needs sustenance? I've got beer. Well, it's beer got is sustenance. nutrition in it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wheat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... Some great okay. grain carbs for the day. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel much better now. Adrian tried to scare me. I'm not biting. By the way, how was your... You, you did a food... A, a Rami's uh, food review yeah, today. Yeah, Jonathan along with me, too. It'll be posted at some point to uh, it was, our platforms. Well, you can see... Bank Stadium. You can see all the pictures at Rami is tweeting on Twitter right now of uh, everything that we ate. And it was amazing. Like, I don't want to pit everybody against each other or always compare, but Jonathan and I both agreed that this... This and Jonathan's been with me for two or three of them. This was my second one, yeah. So I've done Allianz Field, I did CHS Field, and I did Target Field. And then today I did TCF Bank Stadium. This was as good, if not better, than any than really? any of the food tours that I've taken. Yes, yeah, interesting, sneaky. It was, and because they had a lot of like hot cre- dogs, cre- they had Rots. a lot of different kinds of hot dogs. I'm trying to pull up the menu are, right now. Are these all new now? Because I, I I don't remember TCF Bank Stadium. New. Being a, yeah, uh, it's a it's a lot of new offerings. Um, okay, here, I think they got a new guy doing it. I can tell you everything that smart. I can tell you everything that we ate. We had a cheese curd burger, which was so good, and it, the yeah. barbecue sauce on it was what really made that thing. The chicken tender grilled sandwich. I'm all about that. Came with on the on the side. It came with little arugula sprigs, like little peppery um, greens. I'm all in, and also uh, guacamole, uh, avocado mayo, oh. and and bacon jam. Oh, keep going. Bacon jam. Oh, tell me about it. And then they had had chicken tenders, which are this year, for the first time, all white meat chicken breast. It's not mystery chicken meat. It's just all white meat chicken breast with the chicken tenders this year. How plump are they? They got it. Oh, they're plump. Almost as plump as the foot-long Philly cheesesteak dog and the foot-long mac and cheese dog. All right. Wait a lot of wait mac for and cheese it. dog. Wait for the first tweet saying, and how much did you pay for that? 
Yeah. And how much did you have to pay? Because I, I would have to pay for that. Yeah, 15 bucks, and then I gave an extra five. They had a Chicago dog on the menu, which was great. They nailed that. I'm a connoisseur of the Chicago dog, and they got it right. A little ketchup on that sucker? Um, yep. No. And they had a... Uh, oh, Jonathan yeah. cheated! <laughs> they had a smoky vegan carrot dog. Oh. What? Which you when you turned when you turned that chef down, I saw someone die inside because she's the chef that I came did, up with the recipe. You, turn, you turned down the yeah. vegan dog chef. He's like he, he just turned the, it down. I was kind of cold hearted about it. He, so she was describing <laughs> like we were going down the line, and she was describing the different sausages that she had. I didn't know it was her recipe. She was describing oh. the different sausages that she had on her the reaction, table. Someone died inside when and she, she's like, nah, she said, "This is that? our." She said, "This is our." Uh, uh, vegan carrot dog. It's new on the menu this year. And I said, you said vegan? And she said, yeah. And I literally slid down the line <laughs> to the next sausage. And I said, and what is that? Wow. <laughs> You're a jerk. Oh, yeah. You could tell she was a little bit heartbroken That's by really it. really not nice. Was cold about it. I didn't know it was her recipe. I thought she was just working there. I thought she was just there serving and describing. I didn't know it was her Full recipe. On chef's uniform. Ah, you're just a I'm sure here, if you're right? a vegan, based on everything else... It's delicious. Hey, where's the white claw? Though? I'm sure if that's your thing, it's delicious because everything else on the menu today was delicious. And thank you to TCF Bank Stadium and the Minnesota Gophers. It was it was awesome. And like I said, you can see pictures of all that at Rami is tweeting and the uh, video reviews with Jonathan and myself coming soon at Score North. Now right, let's take one more claw life uh, call here. Mackie and Jeb with Rami. TJ, you're on the show. All right, boys, good show. Hey, ask yourself this question: If you're drinking white claw. Two things. Number one, did you start the gateway drug with LaCroix and then bubbly, and then you graduated to White Claw? For me, 100% for me, yes. Absolutely. All right. Second, do you have to hold your pinky up when you drink it? Uh, if, do I have to? If needed, do I have well, to? Mackie embraces that. No. <laughs> On the boat? Are you kidding? Mackie's all about that life. <laughs> so, 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 TJ, CJ, you're not about that claw life, is what we're going to assume. Uh, I'm not. Listen, I think I tried it. I'm like, why, why is this being sold? This is nasty. But here's the Good thing. Good for you, TJ. Let's go on something else, guys. If they get swept, guys, it's over. If they get swept, it's over. It's over. Wait, if the twins get swept in four, yeah, then then you got some problems. Still not over though. No, 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 it's over. All They're right. going to get so freaked out, and we're going to look back and go, "Why didn't they trade for a starting pitcher?" Because Perez is dog. You know what? That's terrible. TJ, thank you for the call, and that's actually a great segue to cram session coming up because I know Jonathan has a similar thread that we're going to go down with the Twins and Indians when we when we start this off. Let's just say my first drink at the tender age of sixteen was, and I'm ashamed to say this, but it's the truth, a wine cooler. And I've changed my life greatly since then, okay? I still enjoy a wine cooler from time to time, and I don't mind admitting that. Are they still around? Oh, yeah, they're around. Bartles and James? And they are delicious. Yeah, Bartles and James is still around. Yeah. Absolutely. Unbelievable. I haven't touched a wine cooler probably my, since I was seven. If my girlfriend is listening... There is a picture I know she has of me drinking a wine cooler Tweet that'll be out. on all our timelines within the next five minutes. <laughs> Tweet it out. If she's listening right now. You know what you shouldn't do? When you're driving around in a brand new 2019 RAV4, don't drink. Just make sure that your claw life has a designated driver. All right? Just make sure. It's when you put the claw life on hold. You do. Exactly. Yep. All about that claw life. Unless I'm hopping into... No, I mean, with the safety features... No, no, no. Don't. Don't go down that path. (laughs) Oh, man. You're going to have to give this one back, aren't you, Mackie? You're going to have to redo this. Nope. (laughs) We'll do it later.